As famously said by Oni Aniado, thought leadership is when a leader's thoughts are being used by leaders to lead others. And tonight, we have somebody that is really amazing and he's an expert thought leader. Well, before we actually go into the podcast, hi, my name is Rayson Chu and I'm your host for The Regacy Show. And tonight is episode 124. And wow, we have surpassed uh, a lot of, uh, I would say, uh, a lot of challenges. And also at the same time, we have surpassed the amount of uh, episodes that I thought we were going to have. And tonight we have a really special guest. His name is none other than Nikki Bilu. So... Nikki is the number one international best-selling author of the book Finish Line Thinking TM and How to Think and Win, Win Like a Champion, The Thought Leader's Journey, A Fable of Life, and The Power of Connecting, How to Activate Profitable Relationships by Serving Your Network. He is an in-demand and highly inspirational speaker to corporate audiences such as RBC, Lululemon, Royal LePage, and even Tosta media. He is an advisor and confidant to some of the most successful and dynamic entrepreneurs in Canada. And he is the co-founder of eCircle Academy, which is he, whereby he runs a year-long mastermind and educational program working with coaches, consultants, corporate trainers, clinic owners, and so much more as well. And he is also the host of the number one podcast in the world on thought leadership, which is known as the Thought Leader Revolution. And, and this, this amazing guy has actually interviewed a lot of amazing people, people like Barbara Cochran, who is famous in Shark Tank, right? She is like one of the, one of the sharks in Shark Tank. And then also Marie Folio, who is Oprah's coach, New York Times number one best-selling author Seth Gordon as well, and also the best of the best chicken soup Jack Canfield. So, well, you know this guy has a lot of a lot of accolades. So why not let's introduce him into the house? All right, Nikki Below, welcome to the Regacy Show, and it's our honor and pleasure to have you here. Really appreciate you, man. Hi. Listen, thanks for having me on, brother. It's an honor to be here. God bless you. Oh, thank you so much. You're most welcome, and and uh, really, really grateful that you want to be a part of my show as well, and I'm really looking, to, looking forward to actually get as many golden nuggets from you during this whole podcast interview, and... Um, I would like to ask you to actually share with the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Thank you for asking that question. So, you know, I'll tell you a little bit my backstory. I'm originally a um, Christian immigrant from Iran, and my family moved to Canada in the early 80s. In the late 70s, after the Islamic Revolution happened there, being a Christian, my late father, God rest his soul, realized that being in Iran wasn't going to be the best place to raise his family anymore, right? Because there was going to be official discrimination against non-Muslims in Iran. So he decided, hey, we need to get out of here and we need to go somewhere where, you know, being a Christian isn't a detriment. 
So he brought us to Canada and every single day, I'm very grateful for my father for doing that. It's amazing to live in a country where you're free. And I think it's very important for people to get to live in free countries. You know, there's a lot of talk these days that, oh my God, the West is bad. Canada's bad. America's bad. And that's all garbage. When I was 11 years old, someone threw a, a Molotov cocktail through my living room window with a note on it that said, die Christian scum. It didn't explode. <laughs> Otherwise, you and I wouldn't be speaking here today. Oh, yeah, you know, man. So absolutely. It's a wonderful and beautiful thing to live in a free country. And I'm a big champion for freedom, for free expression and for free enterprise, because freedom is the basis of us being able to create the life of our choice. Free expression, yeah. being able to say what we want to say, right, yeah. and not be censored because our opinions are different from whoever's in charge is the foundation of being able to live a life of your dreams and have a free society. And obviously, free enterprise is what lets us be entrepreneurs and be successful. So I champion all of those things. And my late father, he was an entrepreneur, racing. You know, he was very successful and he always uplifted people. He helped a lot of people get started in business. And he was very generous as well. He would buy people cars, apartments, houses. And you Whoa. might be going, wow, yeah, who does that? Well, my dad did that. And you go, why would he do that? And you yeah. say, it's very generous. Well, he did it because, one, he believed in being generous. He was a Christian and, you know, that was very important to him. But more, mm -hmm. he did it because he could. He had the ability. He was successful. And to me, entrepreneurs like my dad, I wanted to be just like my dad. Entrepreneurs are society's greatest heroes. They're the ones who are able to give gifts to people, who are able to uplift people and show them by example what's going on. All good things happen because an entrepreneur has a dream, there's to go after it. So I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I became an entrepreneur. And then I decided that what I really wanted to do is I wanted to help other entrepreneurs, good people like my father, but who maybe, you know, were a little nervous about being too pushy, being too salesy, being having commission breath because you know they didn't want to come across the wrong way so they wouldn't go after mm -hmm. business and because of that they weren't getting the success they should have been getting and for me i wanted to help them reframe that and look at it not as selling but as serving and if they're mm -hmm. serving brother you know they, they're they're going to do wonderful things for people nobody wants to be sold right Some, but everybody wants to serve everybody yeah. wants to have someone you know help them solve the problems in their life because after all you're in business race and i'm in business because we want to solve problems for people solve acute problems for people people pay to solve acute problems that's really what it's all about as far as i'm concerned right and then what i do is i really help people who really are good people but don't know how to differentiate themselves get a really good message become known as the go-to authority the thought leader in their space and this way they got a good message. It's dialed in. They know how to sell from the heart because it's serving, not selling. And they're able to add 10, 20, 30, 50, $100,000, $200,000, quarter million, a million dollars a year to their income. That's what makes me passionate, man. You know, I love doing that for people. And I'll tell you a little story. I had a, a, a fellow. He was a client of mine. I met him when he was 25 years old, Mason. He was a young mm -hmm. fellow. He was a personal trainer. You know, personal trainers, they work really hard. They don't necessarily make a lot of money, right? And I yep. said, okay, who do you work with? He goes, I got seven clients. I go, okay, who are they? He says, oh, well, they, you know, they're clients. I go, who will you work with? Anybody who can pay me. I'm like, okay, you'll work with anybody with a wallet and a pulse. That's not a good start. So we yep. helped him get clear. Hey, you got to narrow your niche. You can't be all things to all people. He goes, okay, I'll work with doctors. Well, he only wanted to work with doctors because they had money. The doctors didn't necessarily want to work with them. And he goes, okay, I'll work with cardiologists. I'll narrow more. Well, he didn't get too many cardiologists either. 
Then he started working with a fellow who was a Paralympian. He had a missing limb. His leg had been uh, lost as an, at an accident when he was a young, young boy. And okay. he loved working with this guy. And he goes, okay, I'm going to go work with people with missing limbs. And wouldn't you know it, brother? In six weeks, he got 400 clients. Six weeks, wow. 400 clients. Now, why is that? Well, nobody was going after people with missing limbs as fitness clients. Nobody. He had to start doing group group courses. He couldn't do one-on-one anymore, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, the message that he had for these people wasn't just, I'm going to train you. The message he had is, you can train. You're strong. You have what it takes. You can still live a great life. You can be the best version of yourself. Doesn't matter that you don't have a limb or two limbs or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to right. show you how to be the best version of you. That message took, brother. And that's how he got 400 clients. He went from 18,000 a year to 180,000 a year in less than a year. Wow, nice. I mean, like, uh, it, it's it's definitely not easy to actually get a lot of clients in, in terms of uh, Paralympians, especially. Like, uh, not many Paralympians are around in Canada that, that's competing at that point of time, right? Oh, and, it's more than you think, brother. It's more than you think. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Then uh, I just want I understand that, you know, you actually uh, went from Iran all the way to Canada. And then after that, you got into uh, your dad was an entrepreneur and it inspires you to become an entrepreneur. But I, I just want to understand more about your, your, your story on why you became an expert in thought leadership. Well, that's a fantastic question. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was a mother of necessity, right? Like I'd been a top fitness coach. Uh, before that, you know, I was just a fitness coach too. I didn't know how to stand out. And then someone said, look, you got to stand out. What are you good at? And I go, well, I'm also a businessman. I understand business. I can talk to, this is, why don't you work with CEOs? They would appreciate working with a guy who understands business as well as fitness. So I said, all right. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I understand CEOs are busy. I understand they got a lot of things to deal with. And they want to, when they're training with someone, they want to be able to have an intelligent conversation with them and they want to get in shape. So I developed a, a routine that helped CEOs work out less and get fitter faster. So that, that's what did it for me. I became the CEO health coach. I built a really great brand that way. And I started okay. to realize that it's very important for everybody to build a great thought leader brand. They got to be seen like an expert, someone who knows something. Experts are a dime a dozen race and lots of people are experts. But a thought leader, a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. Thought leaders are rare and valuable. So okay. I became a thought leader in my space. I showed other people how to become a thought leader in their space. You take your expertise and you start to see who needs that expertise and you start serving problems for them and you position yourself that way with that expertise. Now, I'm oversimplifying. Obviously, this is a process and it takes some time and, and effort and, and guidance to do it. But that's what I learned how to do. And that's what I've taught other people how to do very successfully. And they've been able to. This fellow became a thought leader in, in health and fitness he was a thought leader in working with people with missing limbs. He's the only mm-hmm. one. Okay. Boom. That made it happen for him. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that in terms of being a thought leader is, is very important. And it's it's something that is, I would say, something that you can differentiate yourself from the others because there are so many experts these days, right? You can see it on YouTube. You can see them on Instagram, TikTok, and all the other stuff. And yeah. and I, I'm tr- I'm truly amazed that you know this thought leadership is something that a lot of people they they just don't go for it. They instead they only want to be an expert in in 
probably YouTube. They want to be an expert in in uh, digital marketing, for example. But they are not somebody that's taught leadership like Tony Robbins, like you yourself. You are a taught leader in your field, Nikki. Right. So I I, I want to ask you, right? Why why should people care about being a taught leader rather than just you know being a an expert in what they do and and that's it and and just sell causes or well, I think I just explained that right I just explained that you need you if you're a thought leader you're known for your point of difference if you're an expert nobody mm-hmm. knows who you are right I mean ah, okay. that's the difference if you're a thought leader you are the go-to person you're known so this individual that I explained who was the the fitness coach he he was fitness an coach, expert yeah. he was a fitness coach now he became a thought leader when he started to differentiate himself by being the guy who had expertise in working with people with missing limbs. So he was mm-hmm. had thought leadership in working with people with missing limbs. That's what you need to do in your own field, right? You don't want to just say, I'm a relationship coach. I can work, but I also can do business coaching. I also can do health coaching. No, you want to narrow what you do and you want to become known for something in one particular area. That's the essence of thought leadership. Mm, okay. Understand. Understand. All right. Okay. And and then can can you share with me right like share with our audience as well how can they actually start their entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey and become a thought leader other than you know uh, being niche in what they do any other things that they can actually do to build up their beef up their their entrepreneurial journey to become a thought leader themselves. Well, look first of all, you need to understand who are you trying to help, right? So the, the, mm-hmm. the buyer right now is evolved. The buyer is not interested in like, you know, old school selling features and benefits. They want to yep. know you really care about them. So the first thing you got to do is you got to show you care about the person that you're working with. And when you show them that you care about them, they can feel that you care about them. That's number one. Then you got to mm-hmm. understand what's the acute problem they face. That's what business is. Business is solving acute problems for profit. That's all yep. it is. You solve acute problems for profit. So you go and you show people you understand their acute problems. So I'll say, I'll I'll give you an example. Let's say, you know, you are a relationship coach. I'm not saying you're a relationship coach, right? But let's say you were, and you work with with men whose wives had left them, right? Obviously, that's, you know, a a terrible thing when when a wife leaves a a husband. You know, it's not a good thing. And let's say you help them overcome that. And, you know, they they go into a deep, dark place. They're they're feeling, like, depressed. They're feeling like their life is over. They're... They might be getting a divorce that might cost them hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And you say, hey, I'm going to sit down with you. You know how you feel depressed. You know how you're about to lose half of everything you got or more. I'm going to help you uh, get through the depression and I'm going to help you save that 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 wealth that you built. Well, that's very valuable. These people are going to go, OK, I need your help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Right. So that's how you become seen and known as a guy who helps men that are going through a, a divorce you know, basically get through the depression and keep most of their wealth. That's a beautiful thing. If you can deliver on that, people are going to really, really appreciate that. But if you just said, I'm a relationship coach, I'll work with anybody for any reason on any issue. You're getting a divorce. I'll work with you. You need some counseling. I'll work with you. You need to find a new person in your life. I'll work with you. Well, that's, you know, you're not a thought leader. You're 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 just like a, a wandering generality. You're not a meaningful specific. And thought leadership is about being a meaningful specific. And if you mm. can be seen in that fashion, you're going to succeed. Now, if your customers are listening to this particular episode and they're going, well, what can I do? Well, that's the first thing you need to do. Well, you've got to understand who you help. 
And if you need mm-hmm. some help going through that, that, well, that's one of the things you need to get some help for. You all, you, everyone needs a coach and a mentor, right? Yeah. A lot of right. people these days try to do it alone. They're failing in business because they're doing it alone, but you need a coach, you need a mentor. One of my mm-hmm. friends, I used to coach him when I was a fitness trainer is Robin Sharma. He wrote the famous book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. He said oh, nice. to me, mm-hmm. he said to me, Nikki, if you ever want to double your income in any given year, triple your investment in personal and professional development. Hire coaches, go to conferences, do courses. And that's what you need to do. But you can't do just any hire any coach. You need to hire a coach who really cares about you. You need to hire someone who knows how to do things that work today. And what works today yeah. is thought leadership. What works today is caring about the client. And you need to hire somebody who has like a proven track record of helping other people succeed. Well, we've had a you know, we've helped a lot of people succeed inside the work that we do, and we got a great, you know, group of people. Our vision is we want to help a dozen people this year become millionaires. That's what we want to do. And we want to make that happen as soon as possible. So if you want to be one of those dozen people, man, that's what, we, you know, you should reach out to me because this is your year. This is a year where there's a lot of things that are going crazy in the world, right? There's been two mm-hmm. years of lockdowns and pandemics and all that crap. And now there's yep. inflation and there's all kinds of uncertainty and complexity. Well, the time is now. If you want to be successful, you got to take action now. You can't let all this stuff get in your way. And it won't get in your way if you're part of a good community, if you're part of uh, uh, an organization of people that all see things the same way, and if you got good coaching and mentoring behind you. And you must invest in yourself. You're the most important investment you can make is in yourself. Yeah. More valuable than real estate, more valuable than stocks, you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, the most valuable asset that you own. And if you are letting other people dictate you or even you are allowing yourself to just rot there and just uh, seeing your best friends or other people succeeding and then after that, you're not working on yourself, damn, shame on you, right? So I'm... I really implore all of you to actually go to this complimentary breakthrough with Nikki, which is www.ecircleacademy.com slash appointment. Okay, I repeat again, www.ecircleacademy.com slash appointment. Okay, so this is a complimentary breakthrough call for you so that you can actually get clear on why you're stuck in your business and have a roadmap to help you to get unstuck and probably even to the next level for you. So for those of you who are interested, can go to that link. And if you can't recall what I said just now, just go to the caption. You can actually click on that link and then book a call with Nikki. And I'm pretty sure you will get pumped up. And not just pumped up, you will also get a clearer roadmap for yourself. And I, I, I truly agree with you that uh, we need to get a mentor, we need to get coach to actually guide us through because without them, our dad, our moms who are not able to, who are not really in the field that we want to go to, they won't be able to help us, right? And I, I, I'm really curious, like, you know, we were talking about thought leadership and how you can help people in, in especially somebody who is in health and fitness to go into helping Paralympians and this person was able to get from just one client to all the way to 400 of them. And I, I, I just want to know, like, how can 
anyone create a compelling personal brand through thought leadership? Well, you got to do the, the sorts of things we've been talking about, right? You got to understand what people's problems are. You got to be uh, be clear on what problems are acute, and you got to be serving from your heart, right? And you've got to you've got to be getting yourself inside of guidance and programs of people who can help guide you to do it because on your own you're not going to do it listen i i had coaches and mentors along the way i did programs you know I re i've read a lot of books i still read a lot of books i'm into reading books you can learn a lot from books but let's face mm -hmm. it nobody read a book and made a million dollars you know what i mean oh yeah no one I, I, nobody so nobody. everything i teach i've written in my books if you read all of my books you have all the knowledge but it takes more than knowledge it takes action it takes being around a group of people who can help you see what are the mistakes that you're making, who can encourage you when you're feeling discouraged. All that's very, very important. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. And I, I, I just want to ask you, like, you know, there, there are so many gurus out there, right? Some of them, we also call them as a charlatan marketer, right? They are, yeah. they are those gurus that that appears online and then they tell you they can help you with, to earn millions of dollars within the next 30 days and money back guaranteed whatever whatever stuff that they mentioned and then next moment boom someone invested in them and next thing they know is that their money's gone they have the knowledge probably basics one basic ones that you can actually google it out or youtube them and then after that they can't get the guarantee that was being backed by the guru themselves in the website, the webinar and all this other stuff. They say, hey, I can give you this result and that result, but they didn't, right? So how can how can we actually avoid this person? That's a fantastic question. And the way that you avoid these kinds of individuals, honestly, is that you start to look for people that ha are selling steak, not sizzle. People that are selling sizzle right now, they're pushing. It's hard sell. It's trying to force you to go a certain way. You want to be mm -hmm. looking for people who are willing to walk away if necessary because, you know, you, you know the, the fit isn't right. Like I walk away mm -hmm. from potential clients all the time because I know I'm not the right guy to help them or they're not a good fit for what I do. It's very important that you look for people like that. And honestly, God Almighty put you in here and gave you the ability to discern what people do. If you get past, you know, your fear and you really listen, you'll be able to see who is being honest and real and who is not being honest. And, and you, 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 you know, man, you know, you, you go follow someone's work for a bit. You watch what they say. You're going to go, wow, this guy's either amazing or this guy is like, there's something about him that doesn't quite add up. Right. But some mm -hmm. of these people are really good at, at this charlatan selling, right? The, the sizzle selling. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful, but you follow your heart and you, you got to look for people that have a proven track record that lots of people have gotten success with. You got to look for people that are, you know, really caring and have a track record of caring where their heart on their sleeve. And that's the way to go forward. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's not easy, but once you your heart tells you, hey, this this person is as is a fool of bull then you you roughly know yeah, that hey that yeah you you can you, you can tell right and, and especially if the person says hey you can you want to earn a hundred million yeah you can you got to do this step one uh, probably 65 steps or whatever and then next moment okay and then you you get that uh, no it's not so easy in fact right it, it takes a lot of 
work. It talks. It, it, it it's not it's not so much on about the talk. It's more about the work that they do that you got to see and how you know you it, you derive whether that person is really somebody that you should be uh, working with as a coach and or mentor and mentee kind of a relationship, right? And I I I would like to ask you is that. There are, there are so many people who went through this route as a thought leader, right? So I'm pretty sure there are some of them who made it, some of them who didn't really make it, right? So can you tell us, like, what are some of the mistakes that people should avoid in thought leadership? Well, that's a good question, man. The first mistake that you got to avoid is trying to be everything to every everybody, right? Uh, second mistake is making it all about you. Don't make it all about you. It's all about your client. Okay. It's the person mm, in yeah. front of you. There's someone's son, there's someone's daughter, there's someone's husband, there's someone's wife, there's someone's, you know, uh, father, someone's mother. Like, mm -hmm. this is a person with dreams and hopes. Put your attention on them. Like, a lot of people, they are unsuccessful in, in uh, growing their business because all their attention is on them. I wonder what they're going to think of me. Are they going to think I'm pushy? Are they going to think I'm salesy? Are they going to think I'm too much? Are, gonna, are they going to like my hair? Are they going to like my makeup? I'm not going to stop thinking about those things. Put your, all your attention on the person in front of you. That's the first thing you got to do. Second thing you got to do is, you know, you're probably undercharging. You should stop charging by the hour or by what the competition's doing and start charging based on the value of the solution you offer, right? So if you help make people a million dollars and you're charging them a hundred bucks, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to yeah. charge them a lot more than that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you got to charge based on the value of the solution and your own skill set. If your skill set's high and you're undercharging, that's terrible. It's absolutely mm -hmm. terrible, terrible, terrible news for you to do that, right? So you got to be somebody who's putting your attention on the other person. You've got to be somebody who's all about making sure that you're charging appropriately. Okay. Charging okay. appropriately. That's really, really, really important. All right. And you also need to be somebody who, when you're out there working with people, right. You understand that it's about solving a problem, not about your program. Nobody right. cares about your program. They care about their problems. Like, I haven't talked about my program here because nobody cares about my program. But mm -hmm. if I can show that I understand their problems, they're going to want to know if I can help them. That's when I talk about the program. But even then, I don't talk about it for too long. You know, I talk about it in terms of what we can do to help people. I want to know about you. I want to know, Rayson, how's your business doing? Are you making a million dollars a year like you want to? No? Okay. How much are you making? You're making 100000 a year, but you want to be making a million. So what's it like to like, you know, only make a hundred thousand when you really want to be making a million? Oh, mm -hmm. it sucks. It's frustrating, right? What's the consequence? Oh, you're not taking the first class trips. You're still flying coach. You hate coach. Hey, the, the, there's not that much room and all that stuff. You want first class. Better yet, you want to travel private jet, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this doesn't feel so good not doing that, right? All right. So that's the sort of thing that I do. And I go, okay, racing. are you ready to like stop? Being stuck at a hundred thousand, you ready? Okay, great. Here's how we do it. That's how I talk to people. That's how you should talk to people. Hmm. Yeah. Totally. I mean, like, uh, if we wanna, we wanna ensure that we don't sound salesy as well. We gotta talk a lot about 
them more than ourselves because when it comes to even like networking or even when we are just like when I'm interviewing you, I can't be talking a lot as well, which um, where, which I, I truly believe that even there was a point where I in, interviewed John Lee Dumas at that point of time, it was a, a, a little pissed because I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh yes, yes. And, and, and I was starting to share a lot of stuff. And then he felt like, hey, come on, man. I am the, I am the guest. I am the star of the show, not, not, not you. you. Yeah, not, not, as in not me, right? So that's why, that's why he, I, I got, I got burnt a little from, from that. And he taught me <laughs> some things as well on, on the show itself. And I was like, okay, I learned something and I'll make sure that I will not make this mistake again. And this, and I find that he's like a mentor to me at that point of time and even to today, right? So all this, all this is like what, what I truly believe in. Like you, you, you got to make sure that you don't, talk so much about yourself but talk more about that other person that you're trying to trying to engage in and trying to sell and all this other stuff and 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 i agree with you on on the points that you've mentioned uh that that is something that we should really work on and and rather than you know just thinking so much about ourselves that we forgot about the other party that that is so at first so enthusiastic about buying our things and and then next moment we just we just blow it away <laughs> right so that's why yeah we should like what you mentioned always focus on the other party rather than so much on ourselves and, and any more that you want to add on no that's great all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Then uh, I would like to ask you, right, you know, somehow or rather there's so many people out there who knows that they should be a thought leader, but they, they just, they just get stuck in that comfort zone of being an expert in a, in a sense. So can you tell us more about why do most people live in their comfort zone and how can you get them out of it? Look, a comfort zone is where you go for your dreams to die. So if you want to be in a comfort zone, that's where your dreams will die. What you need to do is you need to live out of your comfort zone. The obstacle is the way, as Ryan Holiday said in his famous book. You know, you've got to be going for what you want. And that's that's the only way. I'm assuming if they're listening to the show, they're not interested in being comfortable. They're interested in getting out of their comfort zone and making their dreams come true. So you, right. you need to first make a decision. It all begins with a decision. I'm going for my dreams. Then you got to stay com- get committed to that, committed that I'm going to do whatever it takes. No back door, right? And then you got to get resourceful. You got to like, you know, you're going to have to spend money on mentoring, on coaching, on other things and time, mm-hmm. right? And you can't be worried about, you know, am I, do I have the money? Don't I have the money? Businesses spend money to make money. That's the way it is. And you are a business person. You got to do the same. And then finally, they got to be coachable. If they're coachable, then they're going to get out of their comfort zone. They're going to do what they need to do. Those are the four keys. Nice. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on, especially the last part where you've got to be coachable, right? If you are not coachable, then you are doomed. Like you always be stuck there. You, you, you won't be able to get out of it. Like no matter how many people trying to help you out, you will still be stuck because you're not 
coachable and you're not willing to take the actions that has been taught to you in a sense. So I, I truly agree with you on that. And um, I, I I feel that, you know, it, comfort zone is just something that a lot of, a lot of people like, 80% or even 90% of the whole population in the whole entire world are, are doing this right now. And they should get out of their comfort zone. And if, if they want to really get out of their comfort zone and they need a coach, I'm pretty sure they should look out for you as well, Nikki. And that's why they should actually go, go and check out what you are doing. And, and you guys should check him out on uh, LinkedIn, on Instagram, and even the website that I mentioned to you, www.ecircleacademy.com slash appointment. Book one. And I'm pretty sure you'll never, ever regret that decision that you have made with Nikki as well. And I would like to ask you as well, like, you know, a lot of times, everyone always say this, I want to be a millionaire, right? I want to be a millionaire. I, will, I, I, want, to, I want to earn this amount in this year's and all this other stuff. So, Nikki, how can you actually generate a $1 million income in three years or less, no matter how much or little you make right now? Well, you know, we've been talking about it all show long. That is the key to thought leadership, right? It's a three-year journey to get to a million dollars a year, we say. And you, uh, you've got to basically sit down and figure out what is it that, uh, that you're good at, that you're an expert at, uh, who are the people that need you, who've got the problems uh, that are acute, that you can solve. And then you've got to be guided by folks like ourselves to really help you develop your, your thought leader positioning out there in the world and get you out in front of customers. And that's the end of, the, uh, that's the end of it. You know, the, you, the, the law, excuse me, not the end of it, the long and the short of it. You've got to get in front of people. The thought leadership and branding yourself as a thought leader becomes possible when you... Take the time to get your expertise out of your head, create it in such a fashion that, you know, you've got IP that you've developed and you can use this IP to develop courses, programs, write books, deliver speeches. And that's all the stuff we teach people inside the work that we do. So if that's something you're really serious about, you want to make a million dollars a year and you're serious. So not a hobbyist, not a dabbler, not a tire kicker, then you should jump on that call with me and we'll talk about how you can do it. Right. Yeah. For those of you who are really, really interested in becoming a millionaire in three years' time, then go ahead, go and book an appointment with Nikki, and I'm pretty sure he'll have a really damn well good plan for you and that roadmap for you. And I, 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 I yeah, you want to say some something as well? I said we absolutely will. We will have a good plan and a roadmap for them. And definitely the, the question though is how you got to make that decision. The first step is the decision. You got to decide that's what you want Dece mm -hmm. to decide means to cut off other options. You know, the, the root of the word decide is side S C I D E. That's a Latin word. That's kill off other options. So a decision is to kill off other options. You have to make a decision to make a yep. million dollars. And if you do that, that's where it starts. Then you got to commit. You got to do all the work to commit. You got to get resourceful and and do the things that are need needed. You got to invest in yourself. You got to invest in in your marketing and sales activities, uh, and then finally, you got to be coachable. You take these four steps, 
and the, these four principles and you implement them in all the work that you do and you will win 100 percent nice nice and uh, speaking of resourcefulness right i i noticed and as i actually earlier mentioned about you and your podcast you have so many amazing guests like seth gordon my gosh and even barbara right how were you able to actually get them onto your podcast for example and 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 not just podcasts but probably even collaborating with them as well how do you manage to do that look you know uh all i can tell you is that i've got a very big network and i use my network all the time and that's important nice. to, to get and to get the results that i want to get I, I do it through people. Life is about people. Business is about people. So I ask for introductions and I get them. I, I approach people and people respond back to me. That's the way you got to be. Mm, yeah, totally. It's just like what Jim Ron always said, your network equals to your net worth. So exactly. exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's how you actually got, you know, Barbara and all these other people to introduce and introduce and introduce and introduce. Yeah. Man. And, and, I, I understand that this is not part of the questionnaire that I've actually sent to you, but I'm just curious, like, who is the most interesting and and somewhat memorable podcast episode that you've done with? Like, who, who's the one? That, well, my that favorite you're... guest of all time is Mark Muser. He used to be the um, director of coaching and training for the number one transformational leader in the world, in world history, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark has helped people generate hundreds of millions of dollars. I've had him on eight times, so he's my most interesting and memorable guest in that respect. Um, Scott Adams really is the most brilliant guy I've had on my show. He's the Scott founder Adam. of Gilbert, the, the Dilbert comic book strip. He's yeah. amazing. I've had him on twice. Um, but I've had so many incredible guests, man. I mean, it would take me an hour just to go through who all the great ones are. Mm -hmm. And what about the books that have actually impacted your life? Any, any, any books that has impacted your life? Can you name us like three books and why they have and how they have actually impacted you? Well, yeah, I'm a Christian. So the Bible uh, and reading the word of God has always had a, a strong impact on me, first and foremost. Um, I, I've also really benefited from the work of Ayn Rand, I mean, who wrote The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged, talks about a philosophy of individualism very, very powerfully. And lately, um, I really enjoyed the works of um, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Uh, those two guys, um, they're, they're amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about um, their work, Extreme Ownership, really, really great book. Taking extreme ownership of your life is a powerful, powerful thing to do. So I'm, I'm really excited about what I've learned from those two guys. Wow, nice. Um, I'm really going to go and check these people out, especially the last book that you actually mentioned, taking extreme ownership. Uh, it, it's something that I, I believe that we all should actually learn how to not just you know work on our craft, but also take ownership of our lives as well. And you know this this is really amazing and we uh, i'm really grateful that you know we have people from india singapore and even america that are tuning in right now they're watching as well and you know as we're coming to the end of the 
podcast, I would like to ask you one last question, and that's sure. this. All right, Nikki, imagine this. You suddenly lose everything, your money, your reputation. So what would you do from day one to day 30 to save yourself? I'd get up every morning. I'd thank God for being alive and healthy. I'd do things to strengthen my health. I'd get back out there. I'd start talking to people. I'd look at what problems they have, and I'd offer to solve them. What I do every day already. Nice. <laughs> All right. Amen to that. Wow. Amen to that, brother. That's right. <laughs> yes. Amen to that, brother. So, uh, well, I mean, thank you so much for appearing on the podcast. Nice. I really love, love the golden nuggets that you have shared with us. I'm pretty sure everyone who has listened to it will actually take good use of it. And after that, you know, I'm pretty sure a few of them will actually book a call with you. And for those for those of you who are really interested, you can actually go and check Nikki out. Uh, so where, where can they find you on social media? Look, the best thing to do is just, you know, Google my name. I'm in all the socials. But if you're a business owner and your business right now is not doing what you want it to do and you really want to turn it around for the rest of the year, then go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment and book a success call with me. Sit down. Tell, tell me what you are trying to accomplish for yourself in the application form. We'll, we'll have that call and we'll have an honest to goodness come to jesus conversation about why you are where you are what it's going to take to get you to where you want to be and let's have that plan be ready so don't sit in the muck anymore don't be one of these people who's like oh i wish i had i wish i had no take ownership take responsibility make it happen make it happen right freaking now <laughs> yes let's make it happen this year and make it the best year ever for you and for your family as well. So with that, I would like to thank each and every one of you who, are, who have tuned in and who are listening to the Regacy Show. Really appreciate you guys. And Nikki, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. Really appreciate it. So stay tuned for the next Regacy Show and we'll see you soon. And last but not least, before I forget, here's wishing every Singaporean a happy National Day because today it's Singapore's birthday. So thank you hey, so much. Happy birthday, yeah. Singapore. Woohoo! Thank you. All right. <laughs> so with that, see ya. Bye-bye and take care. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Regacy Show. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has brought you to an epiphany where you realize that this is where you want to go and this is what you want to do. So I hope you will continue to support and also at the same time, like, comment and share this episode out to your people. To your family your friends and not forgetting that we have just created a telegram group it's called the Regacy show family so you can go and check it out and let us know how you find this group is serving you all right so with that i would like to thank you once again see you and stay tuned for another episode of the Regacy show